Coming to you live. Live. And podcasting around the globe. You're listening to the Deal Farm Podcast. Guaranteed to tickle your real estate loving ear holes. And now, here's your host, world-renowned TV heartthrob and investor extraordinaire, Ken Corsini. Hey, this is Ken Corsini with the Best Deal Ever show. On today's episode, I'm joined by my good buddy, Tom Kroll. Tom, how you doing, man? Hey, Ken. How are you doing? Good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, good to see you as well. So it looks like you're in your house there. That's a pretty awesome uh, workspace. Five kids, home office. I love it. Bam. Where's my victory bell? Right behind me. There you go. (laughs) It's funny. I've got a couple real estate offices, but I work out of my, this is my house too. This is like a guest apartment over my garage because I can get way more done if I don't have people coming in and out of my office. I I had an office. I never went to it. And then somebody said, well, who's going to empty the wastebasket? I said, that's it. Close the office down. I'm not doing it. (laughs) No more office. Are you guys hundred percent virtual? 100% 100% virtual. I am, yeah, I am, I am totally uh, no office whatsoever. This is it, what you're looking at. That's good for you, man. And I'm the same way too, because I like having my kids around. They get home you know, off the bus and they're running around the office, This, which is great. I mean, that's what we work for, right? I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. So tell everybody what market you're in. So I am in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and uh, that is on the Treasure Coast, about 45 minutes north of Palm Beach. Okay. Yes. And just south of Daytona, I think, right? South of Daytona. Yeah. Middle of Kind of nowhere, kind <laughs> of nowhere. quiet town. <laughs> but are you, how close to the water are you is the question? Uh, pretty close. We're about, tw- well, we're, to get to the beach, we're about 20 minutes. Okay. But um, I don't really have a beach body. So I'm more of like a, yeah. I spent a lot of time in this home office. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's hilarious. You get plenty of sun and humidity though. So that's good. Oh yeah, we love it. Absolutely. We're enjoying it. Kids love it. Beautiful place to grow up. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy here. That's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about what's your primary business model look like? So uh, it's wholesaling and uh, wholesaling, doing wholesaling, coaching wholesaling, and we're in our market. We're crushing it. We love it. We enjoy it. We're helping a lot of homeowners get out of bad situations that they've gotten themselves into. So uh, we really enjoy it. It's, it's been a great adventure. I've been doing it now for seven years, approximately. Wow. Wow. I started when I was 33. I'm 40 now. It went by in a blink. Wow. And uh, yeah, we've gotten very, very uh, good at it. We we understand exactly what wholesaling is, which is yeah. finding discounted properties. That's it. And are you doing wholesaling all over Port St. Lucie? Are you kind of all over Florida or where do you focus? Yeah, primarily in Port St. Lucie. We, we kind of go from Vero Beach, which is just a town north of us, down to uh, Stewart, occasionally in Palm Beach, but not too often. Okay. Well, yeah. That's not a highly populated area, I wouldn't think, in that small stretch there. What does that look like? Is it hard to find deals? It is not hard to find deals, but I will tell you, it's funny. When I first started, you know, my brother Todd was telling me, get into wholesaling. And I was telling him, you know, you're in San Diego. So many houses. They're so expensive. Right. Uh, big population. I'm in this little tiny retirement town. There's no way. But yeah, there's more than enough. Um, I think our population is around 250. And then when you include those other cities it's more than enough and um it's a numbers game but the numbers are, are fine for us here wow and so yeah. what, what sort of volume have you guys done in in recent years well it, you know it's the, less deals more uh bigger bigger deals okay. so gotcha. our when we started off we were doing more deals now we're doing fewer deals but the deals are getting better we've learned we've kind of perfected our craft yeah so it's been a great adventure as far as finding out how to do that and really working with the right sellers and uh and now taking properties down and, and doing things like that a little bit differently gotcha that's smart yeah, yeah. work uh smarter not harder right absolutely <laughs> hey so 
I mean, in all these deals you've done in that area, I'm sure there's one that stands out as your best deal ever. Yeah. So we, you know, it's funny when we were preparing for the show and we said, you know, what's the best deal? And we were looking, you know, is it profit margin or how easy it went? And I was looking at this and I'm going, you know, the, the, the best deal that we've ever done, uh, I would say Julie and I is the one that we kept. And, and it's so funny oh, wow. because the, yeah, you know, the, the, um, a lot of people in real estate, you know, some they say, well, you know, you make money when you buy or you make money when you sell. But for us, I will tell you the one thing I've learned uh, from some of the people who are older than you and I and some of the masterminds we're in right yeah. there, they're, those people who, the ones who are where I want to be, they made their, their, the most money in real estate by holding. That's totally. the key, totally. right? So yeah. and even if they paid, um, you know, I was having a conversation with someone who had a conversation with Michael Jake from, from yeah. uh, one of our masterminds. And, and he was saying, you know, in some cases I paid retail. Uh, for for the homes, oh. and I think that uh, the key is holding. So my best deal, my favorite deal, is the first deal that we decided to buy and to hold, and it has been a total game changer for us, and and, and we love it. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, you know, there's you say make money, but really it's building wealth. You know, buying buying to hold is just it's it is the best way to build wealth, in my opinion. I think it's the dream. You know, a lot of people who come in to wholesaling, they say, you know, I just want to make enough money to cherry pick some of the, the discounted properties to keep. Uh, a lot of them say they want to, you know, put their feet in the sand. And, but we all know that uh, wholesalers and entrepreneurs and small bus, there's no, after two or three days of that, you want to go back to work. But, yeah. um, but you know, to, to have that uh, income coming in, not that it's passive, but have it coming in from these properties that you hold and to see your equity going up and yeah. your net worth because you're holding them, I think is... I love it. That's been my favorite takeaway from the whole business. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about this one that you bought and hold. What's the story behind it? So uh, this was a deal that one of my cash buyers, so this was an early deal. So this was, we were just getting started in the business. I was about a year and a half in, uh, maybe two years now. And we were accumulating a lot of cash because wholesaling is really good for, for getting those, these big checks coming in. And one of my cash buyers was angry with me <laughs> because they were like, you're making too much per deal. I'm going to do this on my own. <laughs> oh, no. That's why you do the double close, man. Don't let them see what you're making. I'm telling you, it's so true. So he said, I'm going to do this on my own. And he did it. He went out and he found a deal and he wholesaled the deal to me. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. It was hilarious. So um, he was, uh, he's a great guy. He's still a friend of mine today, but um, he went out and found this deal and he sold it to me and it was a deal in Port St. Lucie and I okay. paid 50, it was either 54 or 56, we'll just call it 55,000. Okay. Um, but it was 50, right around 55K. And the home needed very little work. And uh, we did a little bit of the work, just cosmetic. Um, Julie and I hired, we found some local handymen. We know a lot more now about doing this than we did sure. back then. So we made every mistake. We painted the, um, the kitchen cabinets. The, the, we said, well, you just paint whatever color you think is best. And he painted them. <laughs> Oh, mango no. orange yeah. oh, no. never leave a design decision up to a no. contractor ever now yeah i should have spoke to you first about right, this right, but right. we yeah so we did that and um we got a renter in there and this has now been uh a, a, in all this time that we've held this property the current market value it's hard to estimate but it's somewhere around one hundred and eighty thousand. Wow. so from an equity standpoint, it's just through the roof. Wow. Um, we were able to use cash from all of the wholesale deals. So we were able to use cash to, to buy the property, uh, no mortgage, just 
buy it outright free and clear. Um, and the, the property now is rented. I have the chart right here. It's actually, um, we've only had two tenants in the properties have been rented the whole time. Wow. And uh, yeah, fourteen fifty per month is, yeah, it's just oh, amazing. Dude. So, you know, and with no mortgage, it's just pure, um, you know, a lot of people, there's even a lot of people out there, you know, who, who are, talk about debt and, you know, getting into debt and leveraging debt. I will tell you, the guys and girls that I follow who are the most at peace and happy, yeah. no debt, no yeah. debt. And, and wholesaling is great for that because there's so much cash and then you can invest it. You can cherry pick these properties. Yeah. So we now have a few more of these, uh, obviously, but, but that was the first one. And we love that property. It's just been paying and paying and paying, paying um, just nonstop. And, you know, it's, it, in Florida, it's one thing that's important is are these homes made of concrete block or wood? And these, this, house just checks all the boxes. It's perfect for us. So uh, we love it. That's, that's our, for sure, our best deal. So it's a, is this a concrete house then? Yeah. So this is a concrete house and it's in Florida. We have a humidity problem. We have a bug problem. Um, we have all kinds of, basically from the minute you put that house up, there is yeah. rot, rust, yeah. and all kinds yes. of things eating it. Um, so you really need CVS, especially for winds and, and things like that. But um, this one checks all the boxes. And what's so great about wholesaling is you can just basically cherry pick these deals that, that check these boxes for you, whatever's important to you and wherever area you live. But um, it's, it's been great. We, we love it. It pays us consistently on time. We now have a property manager who helps us with that with all of the properties. But um, we really, we, I would say that's the best deal. And I would say all of our deals that we've decided to keep those have been the best deals, even compared to the ones where we've made a really big check. Yeah. You know, big checks have a tendency to just kind of come in and then just kind of dissipate. Totally. Yeah. But when you have that money locked up into a property that you literally cannot touch, yep. we love it. <laughs> well, in that, in that it, it does, it increases your net worth, right? I mean, you have put it together, personal financial statement, you got $180,000 in equity. That's part of your personal net worth now. You know, I'll tell you one thing, um, someone that I met at, um, I, I was actually at Collect, uh, uh, Collective Genius. I think that, you know, he said, he, you, whatever you measure grows and whatever you measure does better. And we actually started measuring net worth. So I get a report every Thursday and it actually says net worth. And it, and it has all of my assets minus all of my liabilities, everything that comes in, all the real estate, any of the holdings we have, stocks, gold, all of that good stuff. And that is a game changer. Wow. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, I just got a note on my net worth report on this Thursday and it, um, the uh, Tony who does it for us, she said, Oh, you know, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, we have a property that has a mortgage on it and we've made it our goal to pay it off. And, um, we've made huge strides to do that. And, um, she was like, Oh, great job. And I was like, this is awesome. So every week, every Thursday, you know, Tony's like, you got to look at this report. And then she highlights, she makes it like a little kindergartner can read it. Cause it's all <laughs> right. charts and you know, I can't read an Excel spreadsheet. So right. it's all charts and graphs and bubbles and little things, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, all the lines are going great. So like, this is perfect. So that, that's, that's important. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I don't think I've ever read anybody that tracked their net worth, but it makes a ton of sense. You want to know what it is and and you're, hopefully you're watching it go up and you're probably more diligent about, you know, buying houses that you could sit on and, and building wealth rather than just spending your money. 
I, I learned it from uh, Robert Kiyosaki. He was the one, he has a net worth report that he, you, if you Google it, hmm. uh, there's a sheet that he uses and uh, he does it. And I said, I'm going to definitely start doing it. And uh, yeah, game changer. When you're, when you're measuring that thing, things that you ignore, I find they have a tendency uh, to kind of rot and corrode, you yeah. know, things that you're not paying attention to. So just by paying attention to a few KPIs in your business, your net worth, you know, just little things like that, it, you know, your even silly things like your credit score. And, um, you know, we, we had, we had a guy who was going in at one point into one of our accounts and uh, causing an issue with um, PayPal. And because we're checking it, we caught it immediately, wow. um, which was great. So I think just by, by being proactively watching your rental numbers and things like that, yep. you're able to catch things before between before a little thing becomes a big thing, yeah. which I think is important. Totally. You know, the thing I wanted to touch on too, uh, you know, there's a guy in our mastermind as well that does a ton of wholesaling and because wholesaling is just income, right? It's ordinary. You're paying taxes on it. He actually offsets some of his taxes just by holding, choosing to hold instead. I mean, you've got this huge gain where you paid 55, it's worth 180, but you haven't paid any taxes on that. Right. It's added to your net worth, but it didn't create some big taxable gain, right? Well, I'll tell you one other thing that I, I, I totally agree with that, right? So for tax purposes, but another thing that I learned from Robert was that um, he's really big into 1031 exchanges. Yeah. And um, one thing that we've done now a couple of times, we're just now, Julie and I are actually in the process of doing it actually right now as we speak. I just got a note from the lender actually, because we haven't signed the contract. He said, sign this contract. Right? But um, one thing we've been doing is we just took a property that we bought in a town next door to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were able to buy for a very low amount of money. We sold it for about four or five times more. Um, this is about from two years ago. Okay. But um, Todd Toback gave me a guy who does 1031 exchanges. I called him. He said, put the money into the special 1031 exchange, whatever the heck that means. It just means I don't pay taxes on it. Yeah. Um, it goes into this account. And then we take that money. We buy a more valuable house. We're buying this in another town. And um, all of that money goes towards that property and you don't pay taxes on it uh, on that gain. So, um, you know, it's just amazing because it's kind of like having a financial garden where you kind of like, you know, you plant the seed, the sprout comes up, it starts producing a little fruit, then you could take it out, get put in a big, huge mango tree or in Florida, yeah. or, you know, or apple tree by you. Right. That's right. That's so, right. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's, it's, that has really been part of just maturing my finances in a really exponential way in a, in a, in a creative way and an exciting way. I mean, I love watching all this stuff kind of grow and, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's oh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, being able to defer your taxes on this is so powerful. So I guess the next log logical question are, is there any plan for the, your best deal ever that's worth 180? Any plan to sell it and kind of reinvest that through a 1031 exchange? I am emotionally attached to this deal. <laughs> well, you know, I will tell you one thing I found with rentals is that they kind of go through uh, a season of profitability, yeah. right? So there's seasons for houses. And um, I think that if things were to start to change, um, you know, if you go on a, on a good run for five or 10 years, I think it was, what's his name said, um, no one's ever gone broke taking a profit, right? So um, I, I do recognize that these things are seasonal. You know, it might be a four or five year or 20 year season, but um, I'm definitely not a rehabber. I definitely don't know the difference between one inch, quarter round, like the hi hats. I have no idea. There's, I mean, I literally have a guy who comes in and like helps me with like every little handy job in the house. I can't do any of it. But um, so yeah, eventually we probably will. Um, 
move out of those and put them put, put them into either additional um, additional uh, resources or another house or even you know one thing we've been looking a lot at is these REITs which we really like uh, it seems like they're doing really well yep. so we're we're looking we're exploring different options but I, I don't know if we're going I don't want to grow a big huge you know two hundred door I have no aspirations to do anything like that. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, that's, that's that becomes a, a business in and of itself that you have to manage sometimes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so okay, so this was the very first house that you you bought to hold. What have you learned from this? What advice would you give somebody that's maybe just starting in wholesaling? The number one piece of advice is to the takeaway is you make the most money in real estate when you hold. Not when you buy, not when you sell. It's when you hold. Every man and woman who are great, who I want to follow, who, who I want to be like, every single one have followed simple rules. Compound interest, no consumer debt. They own their own home. Um, hard work pays off. Focus on fewer things and hold real estate. When you buy it, hold it. Don't sell it. Don't leverage it. Just hold it. It's such a simple piece of advice, but uh, it really is just going to bring a lot of peace and enjoyment into your life. And, um, you know, when you start to get too creative or too fast, um, it, it um, you know, buying and selling is great and you can make some money, but it, there's just a power in the, in the compound interest of buying it and holding and having the renter, um, um, pay you a monthly income, which I think right. is phenomenal. So it yeah, is hold phenomenal. is my, Number one takeaway. <laughs> such, such good advice. Tom, thanks so much for coming on today. This was fantastic. Absolutely. 100%. I'm honored to be here, Ken. I, thanks so much for having me on the show, brother. Awesome. Talk soon. Take care. Talk soon. Hey, friends, let's talk for just a minute about the market we're in right now. It's tough, right? Deals are hard to come by. The last thing you need is trouble funding a deal once you've done the hard work to source it. Trust me, I get it. I've been at this for 16 years, and financing deals is often a huge pain in the rear. So I decided to solve the problem. I launched Red Capital Lending for real estate investors like me and probably like you. The days of paying 12% interest are over. And if it's taking more than a week for your lender to close, you're using the wrong lender. We've built Red Capital Lending for the sole purpose of providing the lowest cost of investment capital possible. I'm talking about interest rates in the sevens. With the highest level of customer service and with the fastest turnarounds, our goal is to provide funding within five days. If you've got a deal coming up and you're ready to save money and avoid the typical hassles associated with most lenders, take a minute and just submit your deal at redcapitallending.com. We'd love to work with you and show you just how easy it can be to fund your next project. Again, redcapitallending.com. Okay, so let's get back to the show, except in this segment, we're going to talk about the deals that didn't go so well. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with my good buddy, Tom Kroll. Tom, I want to hear about your worst deal ever. Worst deal ever. I can sum it up by saying this. Just because you're a good wholesaler does not mean you're a good rehabber. Oh, no. <laughs> one of those. Oh, yeah. So I will tell you that the one thing I've learned as a wholesaler is that wholesaling, you know, one thing that I believe is wholesaling actually has nothing or at least very, very, very little to do with real estate. Wholesaling is more closely associated to a pawn shop uh, than a real estate business. I think that um, if watches or, or televisions or VCRs were more valuable and more desirable tomorrow, uh, than houses, I would just switch my model to that. And wow. um, 
One mistake I can tell you, I would say collectively as my worst deals are when I see a deal and I know um, investors are licking their chops thinking this is, I'm going to make a killing on a rehab and we decide to go in and buy it and do a rehab beyond just, you know, paint. Um, and every single time, if you said one of the top 10 worst deals, <laughs> it is going to be my rehab deals. And you know, what's funny about the rehab deals is it's, it's not just the money that I have lost in them or, or, or didn't realize it was, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the time. The time right. is the killer. The time is the killer. killer. You're hundred percent right. The time, the distraction, uh, you have to use your time, energy, money, focus, resources. And what that really does is we said, well, you know, we didn't really, we made a little bit on this one, but the real problem was our other numbers were dipping because we were, you know, driving yeah. out to houses, oh, yeah. and we have no business driving out to house. I mean, ridiculous. You know, we're going to put a split unit in this room because there's no air vent. I'm like, what? I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. <laughs> like, right. What are you talking about? I'm like, fine. Killing you for all you know. You don't know. You're just oh. like, I agree. I think. Oh, I know I'm getting killed. There's not even, <laughs> there's not even an argument about that. There's not even an argument. So, yeah, so, you know, we're just sitting there signing, um, you know, all these guys who are just in the house all day or, or not even in the house at all, not even showing up. So, um, I think my, my, my worst deal ever is uh, just because you're a wholesaler does not mean you're a good landlord or you yeah. should be. You can yeah, invest true. in other things and it doesn't mean you're a good reha uh, rehabber, certainly. Uh, you know, re and that's why, you know, when wholesalers go in and they uh, start pri doing pricing based on rehab costs when they've never rehabbed, absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy. Don't, yeah, oh, yeah. don't use a rehab punch out sheet. Don't do it. No. Even yeah. rehabbers, if you got 20 rehabbers in a room, they wouldn't agree on the current market value, the rehab cost, how long it's going to sit on the market, and what the final price is going to be. So yeah. there's no way a, a green wholesaler could either. <laughs> yeah. Or me, and I've done tons of deals. So yeah, yeah. avoid yeah, it. Whenever you cost. get an estimate with like a wholesale deal, you're like, eh, eh, throw it out the window. Right. It <laughs> oh, means yeah. nothing. <laughs> That's, uh, this is what I'm teaching. I'm saying like, you guys don't waste time with trying to figure out a rehab because cash buyers literally they do not take your advice if no. they did they'd be broke that's right that's exactly <laughs> right that's exactly so right. that's that's my worst deal ever is don't go into rehabbing if yeah. you're a wholesaler or even landlording unless you're you know it's, unless you're willing to learn it how many so I'm, I'm curious how many did you do over the years like where you said okay, i'm going to buy it and rehab and sell it we've probably done what i would consider a rehab is about we've gotten spanked about 15 times Wow. where we are just like this one like i know we've got in my the whole time because it's daniel and i right and the whole time julie is like you guys i'm so like don't do this every time you do it you regret it we lose money and we're like no 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 you don't understand this one <laughs> this, is the one. <laughs> this is the one this is gonna be like it's a no-brainer every single time and so i would say yeah it's 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 it's, it's <laughs> never worked i mean i don't know if we've ever actually I would say we've probably lost a little bit of money on one or two of them, but it's, again, it's not even, it's, it's just the holding. And then what happens, I'll, I'll, I'll just to go even more intimate yeah. on this is that what also happens is as a wholesaler, you're used to quick deals, right? So yeah. you're used to like in and out. What happens is when the rehab is done and, you know, Todd Toback will tell me all the time, there's all these strategies to selling a rehab property. Um, which I'm not familiar with. So what will happen is as you're waiting for the deal to close and it's like a week and a month and then two months, um, you, I get super anxious because I know there's a lot of money tied up in the deal. Um, I'm used to really fast deals. So then of course, you know, the agent and on day one is like, Oh, this house will sell for a good, good, 
trillion dollars. And then after 30 days, they're like, well, you know, of course, it's the agent's always like, oh, well, we should lower the price. I'm like, okay. You're like, come on, you're killing me. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. so, um, so the other problem with the rehabbing is that because we're used to fast deals, it's just hard to sit there and hold it and have the holding costs and the insurance. And should yeah. we put the, you know, what temperature do you put the AC on in hot Florida yeah. um, or whatever? So it's the holding and then that distraction. And the whole time it's diluting your wholesaling business. And that's what yes. I don't like about it. Yes. Um, you so lose yeah, focus. that's you lose because your wholesaling is about focus, right? You're hitting your right. KPIs. And the second you lose focus, you're right. Your business starts to hurt. It's a, it's a nightmare. We've done it. I would say hand. No, you know, I think buying a property, getting a dumpster and having some guys clean it out is great. Throwing down some, you know, getting a carpet at home Depot or whatever. I'm sure there's better places, but, yeah. or whatever. Um, or, or, you know, th throwing some paint on the walls, one thing, but once you start to go beyond that, yeah. um, no, no, we don't want anything to do with it. And I want it to be sold immediately yeah. and in and out. I, you know, I want the pawn shop. I'm not, you know, I don't want the repair shop. <laughs> I like that analogy that wholesalers are basically pawn shops, but you're, cause you're just arbitrage. It's like, I can buy it for this and sell it for this. That's all it is. Uh, 1000% that, you know, a lot of people think wholesaling has to do with like assigning a contract. It has nothing to do with that. If every wholesaler is just, it's, it's the art of consistently finding discounted properties. Yeah. That's all it is. If you can get good at that, you will find financial freedom. If you can consistently go into a neighborhood and find the one out of a 200 people who number one, want to sell and number two, want to sell at a low price for speed and convenience, right? So, so the reason it's a pawn shop is because it's speed and convenience in exchange for a low price, right? Yeah. That's the exchange. So if you can get good at finding those people, financial freedom is right around the corner. Yeah. But um, I think, you know, wholesaling is easy wholesalers are complicated, right? When you start to get into like, you know, rehabbing and all that, it's a nightmare. Yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head. Tom, this was good. Good reminder that stay in your lane, right? Stay in your lane. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome, right, brother. Thanks Absolutely. Thanks again. Talk to you soon, Ken. Hey, Deal Farm listeners. If you haven't heard, I just recently released a book through Bigger Pockets Publishing called Profit Like the Pros. If you dig the Best Deal Ever podcasts, you will definitely want to get your hands on this book. I take 25 stories from some of the top investors in the country and distill them down into 25 separate chapters that will not only entertain you, but educate and inspire you in all different facets of real estate investing. From wholesaling and flipping to self-storage, multifamily and commercial, we get into the details of short sales, subject twos, and even land flipping. And whether you're a brand new investor or you have years of experience under your belt, I promise you this book will engage you. If you would, take a minute, go to Amazon and order this book, Profit Like the Pros. And if you like it, please leave us a review. Thanks so much, folks, and I will see you on the next episode of The Deal Farm.